2: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount
0: using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified
2: customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.
1: with our liberal friends is not that they're ignorant. It's just that they know so much that isn't so. This is the Vince Coakley Radio Program. And good morning. Welcome to the broadcast. Good to be back with you on this Tuesday. A lot of things to cover. One of the themes for the early part of this broadcast, we're going to talk about narratives. And we're going to blow up some narratives. And when I say blow up, I mean we are putting dynamite (laughs) at the base of some really stupid narratives that unfortunately the mainstream news media loves to promote and you're going to find that along the way things that the mainstream news media that crooked politicians activists and others things that they're trying to get you to believe are simply not true and i think just about in all of these cases The truth is liberating because it takes away a false fear it takes away a reason to be concerned about injustice or discrimination or racism or white supremacy or whatever stupid nonsense these folks are trying to promote today to scare you interestingly enough Yesterday evening, I was updating a good friend of mine in Atlanta on some things that are going on. And just in passing, he said, you know, you've really got to be glad you're away from all of the nonsense of being involved in the news media. He said, I just don't see how people can do this stuff day after day after day. (laughs) It's like, don't I know it? Fox News story. (laughs) I love this. There is a poll that was done, and I want you to listen to this carefully. I mean, heck, we had, what was it, an all-star game that was moved away from Atlanta because of this legislation that was making changes in the voting process in Georgia? And I'm sure the folks there are still waiting for their apology. And for that matter, how about some reparations? How about paying for damages, for defamation of character? A poll indicates 0% of black voters say they had a poor experience voting in Georgia. Now, is this a right-wing operation, some sort of right-wing poll by Rasmussen or some Christian organization? No. This is a poll conducted by the University of Georgia. No black voters had a poor experience voting in the 2022 midterms. Not a single one. The poll published Monday by the Atlanta Journal-Constitution found among black voters, 73% said they had an excellent overall voting experience. 23% had a good experience. 3% had a fair experience. Zero said they had a poor experience. Zero. Zero. Before I say anything else about that story, The next time you hear any moron go on and on about voter suppression. (laughs) I'm trying to restrain myself here. This is pure madness, isn't it? What these folks want you to believe. Among all of the polls, 1,253 respondents, more than 95% said they had an excellent or good overall experience voting. 4% said the experience was fair. Less than 1% said their experience was poor. Less than 1%! Now Georgians had an overwhelmingly smooth time with casting their ballots. Despite what you have heard... From crooked politicians slash preachers, socialists like Raphael Warnock. You remember all the fear mongering you heard out of him? As you know, he recently got reelected. Wonderful for him. So you heard all this bellyaching from Warnock, from Joe Biden, from Losing again gubernatorial candidate Stacey Abrams. All complaining the state's Election Integrity Act of 2021 would suppress the votes of racial minorities. In fact... During the U.S. Senate debate in October, Warnock painted a picture of voters having to fight an arduous uphill battle to get to the polls because of the bill. After he was asked by the debate moderator why, if voter suppression existed, did Georgia see record turnout and an increase in black voters in the state's primary that year? Warnock said the fact that many of our voters are overwhelming this hardship doesn't undermine that reality. They've made it harder for folks to use the drop boxes. They've shortened the registration times. Folks are saying, you know, you shouldn't have to. You should be able to get food or water in a line. I think the question is more fundamental than that. Why are the lines so long in certain communities and not others? Warnock, Abrams, Biden, other Democrats decry the voting overhaul bill as Jim Crow 2.0 or Jim Crow in the 21st century. You remember all that nonsense? I mentioned Major League Baseball, pulling out the All-Star Game 2021 and protested the election law, depriving the state of valuable revenue. This poll just the latest indicator following record-breaking turnout numbers and few to no local reports of hardship about voting during the past year. The claims made by Democrats and their corporate allies like the MLB and Coca-Cola, were false. Shame on all of these folks. These lying bastards. Yes, I said it. More than 90% of the polls' respondents said casting a ballot was easy in the 2022 midterms. A majority responded 75%, said they waited less than 10 minutes in line to cast their ballot. 21%. Waited 10 to 30 minutes. 4%. 31 minutes to an hour. Only 1% more than an hour. That's it. Brian Kemp, the governor, saying yet again, the myth of voter suppression in Georgia fails to be supported by a shred of evidence. Democrats have juiced this lie for every cent it was worth, disparaging our state and undermining faith in our elections. But the facts are clear. Georgia's Election Integrity Act made it easy to vote and hard to cheat. It's that simple, folks. That's simple. So please, you know, we can have disagreements on certain things. And you're entitled to your opinions. I'm entitled to my opinions. But none of us are entitled to our own facts. Can we just agree? All of us. Everybody within the sound of my voice, this is a non-issue. And anybody who says anything to the contrary of what you've just heard is an idiot. It's that simple. A lying, deceitful idiot. Stay with us. on the broadcast over on the text line. Vince, perhaps some of your listeners are right. People are just prone to settling their problems by killing other people. So let's make sure if someone else has a gun, then I have one too. The best defense, good offense. Especially when I can't take it anymore. Just never say, not me. I'm responsible. That is from Dean. Hmm. Vince, Georgia actually had a record voter turnout for the 2022 midterms. Yep. Vince Warnock thinks leaving a cardboard box on a street corner to collect votes is a good idea. (laughs) Vince, gun control is a Jim Crow law. You think Democrats know that? (laughs) Not the kind of issue they're concerned about. What else do we have here? I want to talk a little bit about the attacks on the Catholic Church encouraged via our vice president on anti abortions that reminds me of Germany with the brown shirts attacking Jewish synagogues. No difference now in Antifa black shirts attacking any religious churches. What do you think? We also have this. Vince, we have bigger problems than voting in Georgia. Drug cartels identified and operational here in Charleston, Columbia, and cities in North Carolina. Not surprised at all. And Jeff says this. while wow, Vince, you started the show on fire. Before you said you had to restrain yourself, I thought we were all going to witness Cokelet Mania running wild instead of mania. put those lying idiots in their place Vince and I'm serious I want as large a group as possible in this country forget about Parson boundaries all the labels I want as many people as possible who are just going to reject lies period no matter where they come from okay this narrative gone So anybody brings this up ever again, you know, and I know, that these folks are not to be believed. That's it. Very, very simple. Next narrative. That most Americans are terrified about the possibility of Republicans shutting down the government and risking the good faith and credit of the United States of America. Yeah. Try that one on. We have new polling information on this subject. Breitbart reporting majority prefer a government shutdown to spending more. No, surely not. Majority of voters, likely voters, in the U.S. said they prefer having the government shut down to having Congress approve more spending. 56% of the respondents would rather have a partial government shutdown until Congress can cut spending or keep it the same. Only 34% said they would rather see the opposite, higher spending levels to avoid a government shutdown. When looked at by party, 73% of Republicans, 56% of Independent respondents said they would prefer to have a partial government shutdown until Congress can figure out a way to cut spending or keep it the same. 41% of Democrats felt the same way. On the other hand, more Democrats, 50% would prefer to have more spending to avoid a government shutdown. As you know, the background of this House Republicans will soon have to negotiate a deal to clear the debt ceiling with the Democrats. However, conservative Republicans in the House, they're quite firm on slashing spending before raising the ceiling. In comparison four years ago under former President Donald Trump, the same poll found 54% preferred a shutdown when Democrats fought over the debt ceiling, with only 31% saying they preferred the opposite. The poll also found Most voters think, guess what, there's a spending problem. 66% believe it's due to politicians' unwillingness to reduce government spending. Only 21% blame taxpayers for the size of the deficit. Additionally, when divided by party, majority of every political category felt the deficit was due to politicians' unwillingness to reduce government spending, including 77% of Republicans, 52% of Democrats, 71% of independent respondents. This is a winning issue. Now, I want to say this. I don't want to say it loud. I want to say it clear. Republicans better not blink on this. They better get something. Some type of cuts the brave posturing right now is, is great but when push comes to shove and we get closer to that deadline because I think they're gonna push this all the way to the end see Biden is going to be stubborn on this this is going to end up going probably to the very end to the very last week possible that's what i expect anyway so what are the democrats calling for well dozens of them have proposed legislation that would eliminate the debt ceiling which would allow the government to borrow without any limit set by congress can you how many times have we had discussions about congress basically throwing away its power and its authority and its responsibility this is another example. So the federal government hit the $31 trillion, $381 billion debt ceiling last week. Now Republicans are pushing for commitments to cut back on the record growth in federal spending before agreeing to allow more borrowing. Democrats accusing Republicans of setting up the possibility of prohibiting a debt ceiling hike which would make the government unable to fund all of its current obligations. Democrats say a better idea is just to get rid of all the limits on federal spending and allow the government to borrow whatever it needs. Who in the world thinks this makes any sense whatsoever? Bill Foster, Democrat out of Illinois. Weaponizing the debt ceiling and using it as a pawn in partisan budget negotiations is dangerous and repeatedly brings our nation to the brink of default which will be disastrous to the U.S. economy. Something we've witnessed as recently as 2011, when Republicans created a debt ceiling crisis that resulted in the first ever downgrade in the U.S. credit rating. The government has an obligation to pay its bills. Threatening to default on our debt is the same as ordering an expensive meal at a restaurant, eating it, and skipping out without paying. We can and should have a real conversation about overall spending, but the full faith and credit of the United States must never be compromised 42 house democrats sound actually signed on to this nonsense get rid of the debt ceiling altogether and spend whatever you want who thinks this is a good idea if you think this is a great idea please call me i'd love to set up an intervention for you (laughs) stay with us the MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Block and another restriction supply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. 928 1110. And over on the text line, we've got this. Vince, I'm not holding my breath, waiting for the Republicans to tell us what they want to cut. Social Security and Medicare, we know. If you know, but they're scared to say it. Zero negotiations. Really? You really believe this? I, I want you to call and explain this reasoning to me. And the same propaganda about, who oh, they want to cut Social Security. How many times have we seen them scaring seniors? This is what the Democrats do. All they have to offer is fear itself. That's it. When push comes to shove, they don't do crap. They don't lose squat. How about I get rid of the debt and run the government responsibly? Can we try that for a decade or two, please? Yeah. Can they rate our accounts to get the money they want? <laughs> don't put a thing past them. Vince, remember the guy who mowed the grass in front of the Lincoln Memorial during the government shutdown when Obama was president? I say, put me in, coach. Shut it down. Spending is out of control. That's from Edward. Vince, that Democrat Bill Foster said the GOP are proposing what they're proposing is like going out to dinner and skipping out of the meal. Well, we shouldn't be going out to dinner at all. We should be staying home and eating ramen. (laughs) That is an excellent observation. And the reality is, it's not us. We aren't the ones who need to be eating ramen. It's the politicians. And somebody please put me on the floor, because here's what I would propose for spending cuts. Cancel the hiring of the 87,000 IRS agents, 15,000 EPA agents. Start laying off some agents there and other departments like the FBI, CIA, CDC, FDA, DOJ. Also stop the foreign aid until we get our finances straight and stop paying people to sit on their asses and collect checks who can work. Tell Janet Yellen to stop gaslighting the taxpayers and putting the brunt of the responsibility on us. Jeff, amen. Mm-hmm. This person would like to know, can I remove the debt limit from my personal finances? See, this is, just think of the logic of this. It makes no sense, does it? Vince, if you took the money they take for Social Security and and you saved it yourself, you'd have a lot more than $1,200 a month when you're 72. (laughs) This person says anyone who thinks Social Security was a good idea is a moron. And you know how they've changed that program over the years. There were supposed to be caps on how much you would pay. All that went out the window. It was supposed to be your account. It was supposed to be your money. That went out the window, didn't it? Years ago. And now they're borrowing from it. This is things that if you did in your personal finances, you would be in prison for. I want you to listen to Peter Morisi. He is a University of Maryland economist. And you know, you hear all the time people talk about, you know, as one texter claimed here, Republicans are just dying to cut Social Security and Medicare. And Peter Morisi says, you know, the bottom line is at some point there, there, there's there's a need for spending cuts in order to get this under control. Here's what he had to say. Actually, for some reason. We don't have that yet. We'll come back to this. Because this is, uh, you know, again, very, very important that we counteract the narrative out there. Here's Peter Maurice.
2: Oh, we don't have to reduce Social Security to deal with this problem. But we have to recognize that we have a huge entitlement state. You know, we give food stamps to healthy men who could be working who choose not to. Uh, We don't need to do that. So, we could cut entitlements, and the Republicans talk a lot about that when they're not in power. When they get in power, as they were, for example, when they controlled both chambers and uh, Donald Trump was president, they blinked. They didn't do anything about it. Remember they were going to fix uh, Obamacare? Obamacare is enormously expensive, uh, and there's very little in the way of cost controls. Uh, we talk about, for example, you know, the prescription drug coverage inside of Medicare. The Republicans are against regulating prices that the government pays for prescription drugs, as is done in every other industrialized country. The The United States spends 50% more than Germany on health care, but the Germans don't have a system like Britain. They have a system like ours. They basically have a system that looks like Blue Cross Blue Shield. Why is it that it's so expensive here? The answer is Congress is not willing to take the steps, Republican or Democrat, necessary to rein in the gravy train.
1: This is all very simple, folks. It's not complicated at all. Nobody wants to stop the gravy train. Because it's politically expedient to keep this going. It all comes down to buying votes. That's what it is. Buying votes with your money. That's how it works. So we've talked about narratives. What have we blown up so far? Well, we've blown up the idea that black voters are disenfranchised in Georgia. We've blown up the idea... That most Americans would prefer that we just keep spending like there's no tomorrow. Most Americans are not there. How about another narrative? How about the narrative about the latest violence we've seen out in California? This is a social media post from my son. He posted this yesterday. I'm going to set this up. And we'll go into more detail about this after the break. <laughs> it's just funny to me. You, you, you know how these folks in the media, they, they jump on something. By the way, a, a little gift for you. And I know that this executive, this news executive where I used to work, this was tongue-in-cheek. But I'll tell you what. There's some truth to what she was saying. I don't know how many times there were stories that we heard may be true, and we made calls to try to confirm whether it's true or not. It was something they thought was very juicy. You know what she would say all the time? Ah, darn it. Another awesome story destroyed by the facts. Yes, that's what she would say. I can still hear her saying that now. Another great story, killed by the facts. There were things they wanted to be true. If they were true, it would have been a great story. But it was not to be. I want you to know, folks, this is the way the news media works. And they love conflict. They love conflict. Don't ever let anybody tell you differently. (laughs) We'll delve into this other issue of horrible narratives as we continue. Next slide. Next We've got this honorably discharged veteran here never used any benefits never used unemployment figured I'd use them after I retired in case something catastrophic happened went to the VA thought I'd just meet some people there was told someone would call and let me know if I was eligible we hand billions to Ukraine we put illegals in nice hotels and they don't like the free food but we can't help the ones who fought their wars. Ooh. Vince, there may be many listeners who are not aware that Social Security benefits are scheduled to be reduced by 22%. In 2034, it's already been approved. This is simply because there will not be enough money to continue funding at the current and anticipated rate. Something to ponder and to demand this be fixed before it starts in 11 years. Good luck. Good luck. High U.S. healthcare care costs. There are surely many ways to rein in our costs, but I read an analysis a couple of years ago that said if you controlled for obesity related healthcare expenses and our system had similar administrative costs, the highest area of increase for decades, the U.S. system would be the least expensive, best outcome system by far. And this texter asked the question how is it legal the media can get away with pushing lies and call it news? Well, it's called supply and demand it's called free enterprise as long as it sells they'll keep doing it as long as you continue to watch they will keep doing it it's really that simple let's go out to the sprawling metropolis of Duncan South Carolina and Rick good morning Rick welcome to the broadcast hey Vince thanks for taking my call
0: hey just in the spirit of being fair and balanced um, You know, it's not a uh, media, mainstream media propagandist lie when we say that the Republicans are not looking at cutting Social Security. You look at Kevin Hearn out of Oklahoma, a Republican, he's uh, proposing that we go to age 70 for full health, for for full uh, benefits, which means like me, I'm 63. Uh, I plan to retire at 64. Do I want my Social Security benefits cut by $500 a uh, month? No. It's not a Democrat problem. It's not a Democrat uh, storyline. And when the mainstream media uh, reports it, it's true. I don't know what the issue is.
1: What would you like to see as a solution here, Rick?
0: Well, you you have to have budgets cut to match uh, money, money coming in. Once you've <laughs> one, once you've committed to spend so much money, it's like writing a purchase order. It's a promise. You you have to pay it because you've approved it, and uh, it's it's not right to hold Social Security hostage or any other benefit, uh, you know, hostage because. You're gonna you're gonna raise the debt limit to match what you promised to spend. Uh, I, I don't I, I don't I don't see I don't see how you can uh, ju- justify that. What the uh, Republicans are proposing doing? And
1: well, here, here's here's my question, Rick. Rick, here's my question though, because I think this is important for us to sort out here. How do you fix this? Because we continue to be at this place over and over of this conversation over the debt ceiling. How do, we, how do we bring a permanent solution to this so we aren't having this brinksmanship every yeah. few months or every year? How do we stop this?
0: You, you have to pass a constitutional amendment for a balance, balanced budget. And until that happens, which uh, neither side has the uh, order <laughs> to do, you're going to always have this. It's, I mean, it's, it's a simple question, but it's hard to do. Because people like to bring pork back to their communities and go back on the stump and say, hey, I just I just uh, I just uh, brought brought the state back so much money. This is how Mitch Mitch, uh, McConnell uh, gets uh, gets put in office every
1: over and over again, every yeah. six so years
0: he brings yeah. in so much money into the state.
1: Yeah. You're absolutely right about that, Rick. Uh, very much appreciate your call, and, and I, I understand where you're coming from. It's, it's pure madness is what it is. And we talk about the logic of just not spending money you do not have. And I didn't make these commitments. Politicians made these commitments, and they go well, well beyond our ability to pay them. I think the unfunded liabilities now for our government is somewhere around a hundred and twenty trillion dollars. It doesn't even figure in where we are right now, and yet nobody seems to want to stop the train. They want to keep this going. Um, it's it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. But it it all is up to us ultimately. How much we're we going to put up with? We're going to keep let them letting them play the game, and bankrupt us. Or are we going to demand that there's a hard stop to this? Coming up, we've got Transformation Tuesday and much more. Stay with us.